Choice and Control is a podcast celebrating meaningful inclusion of people with disability in our communities, brought to you by Carers Queensland, your NDIS local area coordination partner in the community. Each episode provides a conversation space for people with disability, their families and carers to share their stories with you. We also hear from members of the wider community, local businesses and community leaders who share information, ideas and possibilities to give you more opportunity and more choice and control in your life. The Carers Queensland School to Adult Life Transition Project aims to identify positive pathways for young people with disability as they move from school to adult life. To help young people who are still at school overcome barriers and feel empowered to plan for their adult life, we created the Amplifying Young Voices Reference Group, which plans to share vital knowledge gained from lived experience. In this episode, I chat to a number of young adults who are exercising choice and control at home, study, work and in their communities. First up, I chat to 22-year-old Sunshine Coast local Emily who is well on her way to becoming a successful artist and cartoonist. I started by asking her what she enjoys about creating visual art. I just love how you just get to um, just kind of have um, just some creative freedom and just draw whatever you want. Um, Sometimes it um, sometimes uh, drawing and listening to music just kind of relaxes me and just takes my mind off things a lot. When you finished school, did you know that you wanted to be an artist? Yeah, I do. Um, I always, I really wanted to be like, I really want to be a famous artist or like um, a professional artist that makes uh, really, really nice paintings or drawings to sell or, or even make like, um, like a cartoon, like um, something like a comic. Because I really want to be a cartoonist of the most, like make my own comic and stuff like that and stories. I think uh, my uh, friends and family um, helped me along the way. Sometimes I struggle with uh, some like um, OCD or autism um, stuff, like like just um, going through like um, certain tics and stuff like that with some sort some problems with a little bit of OCD. But um, my uh, my family helped me move through it and. Um, they really helped me got through some of the um, hard times with uh, some OCD stuff and I um, managed to stay positive, try to stay positive with my artwork and um, just try to get my work out there. Having the right people to work with to help your child follow their pathway is important and for Emily, finding art teacher Lindy made a big difference. Actually, Lindy um, uh, Lindy has been helping me um, the most with my with some of my artwork, getting my um, artwork to markets and um, some art competitions. We're actually at Lindy's studio right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me what you love about this place. Oh, I just love how you just get to come here and just kind of express yourself. I love how Lindy just kind of tries to push me to um, do a lot more um, art I'm not quite comfortable with. Um, sometimes, um, sometimes like. Um, she pushes me to do a lot more painting or a lot more um a lot more sculptures and pots and stuff like that mm. she really pushes me to put a lot more detail into my art um, i don't think i would be here talking to you if it wasn't for lindy um helping me with my artwork you can find uh you can find me on instagram uh, legendary blue pegasus 
Our School to Adult Life Transition Project aims to identify positive pathways for young people with disability as they move from school to adult life. To help us better design our programs for young adults and their families, Carers Queensland is proud to work with our new reference group of young adults from different regional areas who have finished school and are exercising choice and control at home, study, work and in their communities. The Amplifying Young Voices Reference Group will share vital knowledge gained from lived experience to support other young adults to overcome barriers and feel empowered to plan for their adult life. To find out more, get in touch or look for events and opportunities coming up near you, visit our website at carersqueensland.com.au or call our inquiries line on 1300 999 Emily has the following advice for school leavers deciding their future pathway. Just try to follow, just try to find your own path. Um, it could start off with something small, like a small job and maybe um, Maybe if you find opportunity, um, your your path will um, your path will grow larger. You just have to try to find uh, you just have to try to find your passion through um, through jobs, hobbies, or anything. When I left school, I didn't quite know what um what I w where I was going next. I didn't know um I, I didn't quite have many um, art classes or anything else um, after school, but um I, I had. I had faith we'll find something and me and my dad and my mom we uh, kept looking trying to find some opportunities and we end up um, we end up finding Lindy. I believe that when you leave school you'll somehow find a way find your own path. It might take a while it might take days months maybe um, maybe a year or two but you'll be able to find a way um, uh, through, uh, through this uh, rocky road called life. After chatting with Emily, I was joined by Bonnie, Emily's proud and supportive mum who's been there every step of the way. I started by asking Bonnie how she first knew Emily was destined for a career as an artist and how the family has supported her journey since leaving high school. Uh, Emily's been drawing since before she could talk. She um, always was just fascinated with art. She's always been very open about it. Like, I want to be a cartoonist. I want to do this. I want to do that, you know. And she's always had that absolute raw talent for the art, which is just amazing. Um, Lindy always says, you know, there's a few different types of artists, one who learns and one who is just natural. And Emily is that natural artist that can just look at something and just draw it. It's amazing. When she finished school, she just started on the NDIS. Um, they offered the, the, the SLES program and I thought that's going to be great. She went for about two months and she really did like it. She, she's very social. She likes hanging out with other people. And then when COVID happened, you know, everything went into lockdown and everything was shut Everything was just left. Emily was at home. Um, she was getting more and more anxious. She was, you know, pacing around the house because, you know, she's an outdoors person. She loves going out and doing her art and stuff. And then, yeah, so that was really, really hard just to kind of be all in lockdown and stuff. We went through a few different programs that just weren't right for Emily. But 
just keep looking. I mean, I did a Google search and found Lindy. So that was, <laughs> um, we were just lucky there. But I think looking at all your different options, not just sticking with one, but going, okay, this doesn't quite fit. We're going to move on because at the end of the day, it's about them and it's about what they want to achieve. And the other programs just didn't give Emily what she truly needed mm. in that moment. So we um, we just kept looking. Yeah, just don't stop looking. Find the right people to work with your child because there's lots of different art teachers and art therapy places and all of that, but finding that person that really gels well with your child. I know when we first met Lindy, we came in and Emily and Lindy just started talking the same language. I didn't even understand what they were talking about and I was just like, okay, this is the right person for Emily. Um, she worked so well with Emily. She knew what Emily was talking about. You know, they just gelled so well. Um, so it's about finding that right person to help them and not being afraid of going through a few people. Because um, sometimes, you know, one person just isn't right for you. Well, it's clear that visual art plays a unique role in Emily's life as a way to communicate complex thoughts and emotions, helping others understand her lived experience. Throughout the throughout probably the last five years since she left school, she's had a few challenges with her mental health and the autism and and all of that. So. She did a painting for an art gallery, uh, for an art exhibition a couple of years ago, which was her um, what her OCD felt like. And it was just a beehive in her brain with all these bees flowing around everywhere. Um, there was one time she was put on some medication with the mental health team, which didn't, it, it didn't affect her very well. Like she... Um, she got quite sick and was very sleepy and dopey. So we came off that and she was, you know, really shaky for about a month. She couldn't stop shaking after being on these medications. And um, we've got a couple of drawings. She drew these silhouettes of a cat and the lines are all shaky and she calls it her shaky cat, um, which so is... So the art is an expression, is a, is a way of communicating. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like when she's uh, in a sad mood, she'll do sad drawings. And when she's in a happy mood, she'll do happy drawings. And, you know, she really, whenever she's feeling overwhelmed or anxious, she just, she goes up to the office at the house and just grabs out paper and she'll just sit there for hours and just draw and just get everything out onto the paper. And has it helped you understand Emily more as a person? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like when she drew the picture of the beehive in her brain, that was like, wow, like I, it's amazing. You could really understand what she was going through with her OCD. Like when she has to pace back and forth a certain amount of times, she was saying, you know, it's the bees in my head and they're just, they're, I have to get them out. Um, and so that was really good rep representation of, what she was feeling during that time and it's helped me understand what she goes through. Well, it sounds like Emily has such a supportive family and you must be really proud of what she's achieved. Oh, we are. We are so proud. Like just to have 
um, her artwork in galleries and for her to, to sell that and people are always telling her her greater art is um, – yeah. It's, and she's still so young. Yeah, yeah. She's 22. Yeah. So, yeah, she's 22 and she's, you know, when I was 22 I didn't know what I was going to do with my life but she's 22 and she knows exactly what she wants to do and she's well on her way to getting there. Do you have a passion or a talent to share with the world? A small business can be a great way for people with disability to earn income, build your confidence, be more independent and be an active part of your community. Carers Queensland is supporting our next generation of entrepreneurs with the Be Your Own Boss Microbusiness Project. It's a place to find out what it means to start a business, whether it's a good fit for you, connect with business mentors and learn from existing microbusiness owners, and even opportunities to showcase your goods and services in the Be Your Own Boss Marketplace. Find out more, get in touch, or look for events and opportunities coming up near you. Visit our website at carersqld.com.au or call our inquiries line on 1300 999 636. Next up in this episode, we hear from 20-year-old Isaiah from Ipswich, who is deaf and non-verbal and spoke with us via an Auslan interpreter. Isaiah is the brainchild behind the t-shirt and apparel micro-business Silent Threads and was a participant in the hugely popular Be Your Own Boss program which is a free initiative from Carers Queensland. And a note to listeners, in this interview, you will hear the voice of Isaiah's Auslan interpreter and his mother, Leslie, in an open interview setting. We started by asking Isaiah about his experience in the Be Your Own Boss program. Um, thank you. Well, this is the first time I've done a course here. And it just has given me confidence. I've met, you know, lots of new people while I've been here in the course and it was at first a little bit of a shock and, you know, I had to sort of say who I was, what my name was and what I do. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, okay, let's have a look and it's good to see different people and meet different people. While I'm selling my products, yeah, from the course, yeah. Isaiah is keen to get his message and products out on social media and will be making a podcast in the future to promote his message. I'm going to be interview, interviewing famous sports celebrities and different people. And through podcast? Um, well, just through um, like a friend of mine, he's going to come and he's going to... Uh, do all the, I guess, uh, technical side of things and get that happening for me. Joining the Carers Queensland Be Your Own Boss program was an exciting time for Isaiah and his mother Leslie as they started to make solid plans for Isaiah's future career. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, he's just been really, really, every week or every two weeks when the course has been on, he's been very, very excited to go and, and like to come along. Um, he was sick um, oh, for, for one of the weeks and it was a bit of a disappointment, but he's really enjoyed it. It's been quite a journey um, because it's 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 all um, content that helps a young, um, you know, like a startup business. Yes. And so for him, it's all brand new, but it's been um, very informative and very educational for him. Um, and it's, so, it's, so it's been good because he's learnt just you know, what it takes to actually help him um, set up, which has been good. Yes. So I think it's really exciting too because when we saw 
but when he saw the ad initially at the beginning of the year, he was at that point where he was wanting to go like, how do I, how do I do this? Like, I just don't even know where to start. And it was just by chance that we saw the ad come up and I went, what's this? Because he came running in and he was showing me the, the thing. So we clicked on it, we were reading and it was like, this is going to be what we need to sign up for. So we checked the dates, it was only two weeks away, so we quickly hurried up an email, filled in the application forms, and then when we got the notification back to say that he, you know, that it was starting, he was very, very excited because it was like, yes, I got accepted, I'm in. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's been awesome. And it's um, the perfect timing as well with the business taking it to that next level. So you have that concept, the idea, and then... Yeah, and just progressing with my business and getting, you know, getting um, bigger and bigger and lots more planning and good for my future as well. I think as a young person too, I was sharing with some of the interpreters um, that like coming from school, there's not, particularly for a deaf, like for a, for a deaf young person, um, there's not a lot of opportunity. And um, you know, there's, there are um, pathways, but you want, as a parent, you want them to have to, to be in employment that's meaningful to them. And so um, I've really tried to encourage him, me and his dad and his, and his entire family, like do something that you love. And because he's always like creating media and things like that, just as a young person, as they do, um, it was really then, well, why don't you see how you can try and monetize that idea, but use it in a space where you feel comfortable. And so the, then when we started researching around like, you know, the deaf influences, um, there's not a lot here in Australia, and particularly his age group. So he's kind of like going to be like a pioneer um, in this space, which is good because I think it just means that he'll be then um, influential to other kids that are coming Absolutely. through. You know, and then um, using then the clothing and then the um, the media side of things to meld that to like that's the whole idea with the thread, silent playing on the fact that it's that he's deaf but the threads being the link to either the clothing but then also like media like you can have media threads but that's kind of like the link that the idea around that so um he's very excited the be your own boss program offered by carers queensland is a free program to help people with disability start or build on their own micro business just like isaiah's silent threads brand um, yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I think I've had a good time. It's helped with my confidence and they've been really helpful working as a team as well. Well, I think in the future I'd like to expand to shopping centres, like to shops and get more products to sell and different types of colours and, you know, just different things, more sizes. And I want to do it to help my mum as well. And uh, my auntie has also helped with the planning and working as a team, we all are. Fantastic. LAC Connect. It's a new way to stay in touch with your local area coordinator, Carers Queensland, with everything you need right here on your device. It's a handy app to keep track of your LAC appointments, browse workshops and events, check out information and support and get the latest news, stories and podcasts. It's available on Android and iOS, so whatever device you have, you can stay in touch. Head to our website to sign up at carersqld.com.au and look for LAC Connect. 
Thanks for joining us at Choice and Control, a Carers Queensland podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to leave a rating and review and share it with your community. For more information about our School to Adult Life Transition Program, the National Disability Insurance Scheme or Carers Queensland, contact us online at www.carersqueensland.com or call us on 1300 999 636 or head to Facebook and look for Carers Queensland NDIS.